0: go back to the pen, he oh! caught it, he took it back. He's doing everything right now. That ball is gone, what a bullet by Devers. I love to see the exit velocity on that one. Hello and welcome to another edition of the TC and Company podcast. Tom Karen with you this week alone as uh, the Red Sox uh, have shown a little bit of a pulse here. We have signs of life. Uh, You know, I have the old rule of thumb that I've always used on Nesson. You are in the race if you have more weeks remaining than you are games behind. And the Red Sox, as we do this, are four games out with seven weeks remaining, a little less than seven weeks remaining. So by my definition, they're in the hunt. But it's not going to be easy. They're seventh place in the wild card. you got to win some games. They've taken care of business so far in Pittsburgh. Then it really sets up what, uh, to me, and I was talking to Dennis Eckersley about this this morning, Uh, It's really a nine-day stretch that I think in a lot of ways will make or break any playoff talk. You're going to play Baltimore on the road, Toronto, and Tampa Bay at home. If you were to win all three of those series, you'd probably be within two games of the wild card, chipping away by beating the teams ahead of you. And and then with about 30 games left in the season, uh, the race is on and you're in it. You lose two or three of those series, you're either going to be four, five, six games out, losing distance, and and it might be uh, all over at that point. So, uh, I really think the next two weeks going to be a lot of fun because they have, at least as they've gotten healthy, shown a little bit of a fight. The series win over the Yankees was a lot of fun. Michael Walker was exceptional. A little worried about Nathan avaldi skipping his turn in the rotation now with that trap uh, soreness up in his shoulder neck area. We'll see if that's anything to really worry about. Uh, but Kike Hernandez is back and helping. Uh, uh, James Paxton is throwing his first minor league uh, game, three innings. Uh, as uh, He could be really uh, helpful. And uh, and you've got Matt Strom about to come back to help the bullpen. So they are getting healthy. We'll see if that can continue uh, and, and they can trend in the right direction. But this week, we've got a special guest on the TCA Company podcast uh, with the 20th Jimmy Fun Radio Telethon coming to our airwaves next week. We thought we'd call upon uh, one player who who really connected to that cause more than just about any other. Brock Holt uh, was a fan favorite, uh, spent just about his entire career with the Red Sox, most of his 10-year career here in Boston, uh, and, and and became such an integral part of the Jimmy Fun connection with the Red Sox, um, spending a lot of personal time. Uh, connecting with families and patients when they won the World Series, uh, brought a duck boat full of Jimmy Fund patients along for the parade ride. Uh, and, and, you know, a lot of people get involved with the Jimmy Fund uh, fundraising and, and, and the public uh, appeal that goes along with all of that. But Brock has personally connected with a lot of these families uh, and stays connected with them, even with the families who have lost uh, children to cancer. And Brock is uh, still close to those parents so talking about uh the jimmy fun Telethon, his connection uh his future plans and what he thinks about the current red sox and xander bogarts uh, all of that this week in the tc and company podcast with brock holt all right the jimmy fun radio telethon coming up next week the 20th uh, edition uh and and that might seem why we are uh inviting brock holt uh onto the show today but it's actually because, and and it's on us for not celebrating it properly. Last week, of course, was the one-week anniversary of the slowest pitch ever thrown in a major league game. That's really why Brock Holt is with us this week. Brock, welcome to the podcast.
1: Yeah, thank you, and I'm I'm glad I, I was reminded of that on 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 Instagram. People were tagging me in it, so um, you know, that's a great memory and in, in my illustrious uh, illustrious career, you know, that's one of my that's one of the highlights that I've got. Okay,
0: Ripkins had enough of that.
1: Yeah, he's – I'm telling you, this is going to be – a. he's trying to close the computer, so um, – but, yeah, we're – uh,
0: By the way, that's the response of most people who watch the podcast. So I no, mean, yeah, he, he's right I mean
1: he, he saw your face pop up, yeah. and he he wanted to close it instantly. Yeah. So Yeah,
0: people Probably. have been shutting off screens across New England for 20 years. Don't worry we're about off, that.
1: We're off to a good start.
0: Are you disappointed that baseball didn't have a bigger celebration of the first anniversary of that pitch?
1: You know what? I, I'm not, you know, but – I tell everybody this, it's like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, I threw the pitch, you know, I got out of the inning. Um, and it wasn't till probably a week later, um, our our clubby came up to me with the ball and he's like, Hey, do you want, do you want this? And I, I was like, what is it? What, what is it? Well, well it's a ball obviously, but, but what he's like, it's the, the, slowest slowest pitch ball that you you threw in Oakland it was the slowest pitch ever recorded for a strike and I was like are you kidding me that's like a real thing and he was like yeah I was like well hell yeah I want it like so he gave it to me I put it in a case we have it authenticated I've got it I've got it I've got it sitting next to my home run my first home run and first first hit ball um here in the here in the basement so um I'm I'm telling you like that's a stupid thing to have but it's 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 really cool
0: yeah no it is cool but i here's my question and see that you know i know that you're eventually going to be a a hall of fame broadcaster and so i'm going to teach you something on the fly this is a good follow-up question how do you get that authenticate
1: like who do you like oh well you know how they they have authenticators at at every, you know and and yeah like
0: they followed barry bonds around for two months but nobody was there to see you throw 31 miles an hour no but but i
1: think they all i think there's i think there's someone at every game uh, oh, okay. And so, if you like, you can pretty much get anything authenticated. Like, hey, I want to get my socks authenticated. You know, they 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 will okay. do. It. But I didn't ask for it; they just did it, and I'm glad that they did uh, yeah. because you know now I have it, and otherwise, I you know I I wouldn't have had the ball. You know, it's it's a it's a funny story now. Everybody will look at the you know look at the trophy case and see, and I, I got written on its slowest pitch in MLB history. So, um it's one of those cool like you know, cool stories that, that you have um, and, and something that I can say. And, you know, we'll pull up the video like There's no, you didn't throw a ball that you didn't throw the slowest ball. I was like, well, look, you know, here's the video. So um, for a strike,
0: don't ever, you always have a strike. strike. For,
1: I did throw one slower. It was just right. for a ball. Yeah, I threw first pitch was a strike, which, um, you know, Jose Trevino was catching for me. So he he's a big part of, uh, of the record as well, because he was, you know, he was bringing the ball down in, into the zone for me. So I think he got a lot of points. I don't know how they score catchers now on on framing ability, but he got a lot of points that day um, just on, on, on framing these pitches that were like three feet above the box that, that I was getting called for strikes. So props to Trevi too.
0: Yeah. It's too bad it wasn't this year because I'd love to hear how they would get pitch calm to ask for that pitch. You know, like I can't imagine there's a button for a thirty-one mile an hour EFIS.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know how they would call for it. I, you know, the the few times that I've pitched the, um, the the board said uh, curveball. It would say curveball every time. So, um, yeah, you know, I think I think the um, wow. okay, yeah, buddy, there we go. Um, this is real life. Okay, this is this this is a real real podcast happening. happening. There you go. Time So, um, yeah, I don't know how they would have called it, plugged it in, but I, I don't think we needed signs. You know, I think, I think everybody knew it was like Mariano. We knew we were, we knew he was throwing the cutter. You knew yep. you were beneath, is for me. Um, so, um, I think it, it would have just been, I think me and Trevi were on the same page, um, that day, which is why I was able to, to get out of that inning unscathed and, and put a zero up.
0: All right, <clears throat> Jimmy Fun Radio Telethon is coming up next week, 20th annual, uh, still something near and dear to your heart, Lakin's heart. You guys have uh, talked to Lisa Sherber a lot over the, the, the last few days, getting ready for this, and, and you're still such a big part of it. Uh, sort of take us through what this means to you. And, I, you know, it's a year-round commitment that your family has, the Jimmy Fun. So it's not about these two days, but these two days kind of bring the whole community into it and get a lot of people talking about so what I know you guys are going to come back. You're going to be with us uh, as part of it. What what is uh, what is this uh, next couple of days? The, the Tuesday, Wednesday next week. What do they mean to you guys and your family?
1: Oh man, it's so like it's just a, it's just a fun two days. Um, you know, it's you know whenever we were up there and, and and we had Ness and it was it was as soon as you wake up you turn Nesson on and you keep it on through throughout the day and you, and you listen to the different stories. You listen to the you know the different interviews. Um, you know you got all the you know all the you know, families and kids and 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 you know, stars throughout Boston. Like everybody wants to be a part of uh, of these two days, and um, it, it does a lot of good work, a lot of money raised. Um, you know, I think it's cool to see, you know, where where the money's coming from and how many different states and countries and and everything join in to 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 help donate. But it's it's just a a cool two days that, um, you know when we were in Boston, it was, you know, it was probably two of our, two of our favorite, favorite days of the year, you know, um, something that we looked forward to. Um, it's just a a cool thing that, that, that raises tons of money and, and helps out so much. Um, and it just hearing stories, um, and, and listening to, to experiences and, and stuff. I think it puts, puts things into perspective and, 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 um, Makes you realize, you know how much how much it helps to 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 just give a little bit, um, uh, a little bit of your money, a little bit of your time, whatever whatever it might be. But um, you know, obviously, Jimmy Fund's huge part of of our lives, and 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 we're thankful to to be able to be a part of it, and uh, we're thankful we're going to get to get to come up and 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 help out.
0: I feel anybody in the uniform becomes connected to it, becomes part of it. but take me back. When, when did you first get involved and, and how did that become bigger than just one of the players? You know, you became the honorary captain, you became uh, a huge part of it year round, but, but take us through that process. When did it start and how did it grow?
1: Well, I mean, I think obviously when you first get, get, you know, when I first got traded to the Red Sox um, you know, you hear about it, you see the kids come up for spring training and um, you know, you kind of start asking questions and um, you know, the two organizations, Red Sox, Jimmy Fun, you know, they go, go way back. Um, And, and each, each organization is, is, is special to one of one another. Um, So being part of a Red Sox, you you learn about it real quick, but, you know, I think for me, I, I, I ended up meeting a kid, um, wasn't from Boston, big Red Sox fan though, um, who we got in touch with somehow. I can't remember how we got in touch with him. Um, but we got him to spring training one year when I was first, first with the Red Sox. It was my, my first year, you know, maybe year or two that I was there. So, I mean, obviously no one really knew who I was, um, but uh, we got this kid, we got him to come to to spring training, got to meet him um, and, and his family and we built a relationship with him. Um, and, you know, throughout the years, he, you know, he, he would get better. He would get worse. He would get better. He would get worse. And then he ended up passing away. Um, and, you know, I think meeting him and, and seeing the impact that we, that we had on him and his family, we're still super close with his mom and dad and his brother. And, um, his name's Caleb Buck. Um, but big, um, you know, I actually learned that he passed away the the day that I hit the, the grand slam in Toronto, I had got a text message from his mom saying he he had passed away that the night before um so i'd written kb on my batting gloves um and i ended up hitting that grand slam and i gave you know i gave them the batting gloves and i had kb written on my my batting gloves the rest of the the rest of the season um but i think you know building that relationship and seeing how much that impacted him and his life and 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 ours as well um kind of got me excited about
0: um tra- tra-
1: tra- tra- getting more involved tra- and track track traz. i know you want to watch track traz. okay here um got me more uh excited about getting involved and um you know obviously the jimmy fund was right there and um it was an easy decision for me and, and lakin and it's just something that we, we kind of dove head first into and um you know it's going to going to remain a, a big part of of what we do and and why we do things um yeah. you know throughout our through our throughout our lives yeah that's
0: the key those- but you you know you did you took it to another level because you really it became a year round commitment laken got involved you became personally connected lisa was saying you're still talking to kids all the time now yeah. um but but it's you know when i always said this like like we've done this 20 years now i've been involved in 19 of these and you know my kids were young when we started and it's hard, like, it's one thing to get involved. Then you have kids and all of a sudden you look at it all in a whole different light, Right.
1: Yeah, it is. And, 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 you know, once we had Griff, you know, and, and, you know, we were still, still involved in it. And I was making visits to the Jimmy fun and stuff. And uh, it hits a little bit more at home because you go in there and you see kids grip, you know, we saw kids, Griff's age, getting, getting treatment and as a parent, man. It's like, you kind of want to put yourself in the situation and, and, you know, but you like, there's no possible way that you can, like, there's no possible way for me to understand what that's like as a parent to, to have your kid going through that, to have a a sick kid that there's nothing that you can do other than just be there for them. And I've, you know, I've seen kids, you know, getting treatment and they're sad, they're, they're hurting. Um, and as a parent, it's, you know, I, I can't even speak to, to, to what it's like um and it and it, it made it made things hard it made things hard to go there um but i have built so many good relationships with with these kids and families now that like you said i'm still communicating with them we facetime we um we call we text and and um i think that's been the coolest thing for me is to um is to have the, you know, to have these relationships. But yeah, I think before I was interrupted the first time I was talking about, you know, you're wondering why things happen. Um, and for me, I was just now making my, just now made my debut with Pittsburgh, um, had a good chance going into to spring training, I think to make the team. And you go from an organization like Pittsburgh who, you know, kind of drafts and, and drafts their players and, and they come up and, and and help the big league team to go into to the Red Sox who, there you know there's a lot more big name guys veteran guys um they have a little bit more money they spend some money on free agency so um you know it's as a as a young player coming to the league it's like man i I have a better shot at making it with pittsburgh probably than i do with the red Sox. so for me i was like man career wise i don't i don't see how this is going to be a a good move for me um but then you know now that you know, my career in Boston is, is, is done and I can look back and, and I can say, man, that, that was the best move possible for me individually, but you look back and you say you, why certain things happen. You know, I think, you know, obviously the baseball part is the baseball part, but I think I was where I was. I think I was in Boston. Um, for this, you know, and this is bigger. This, the, Jimmy Fund and, and, and the things that, that we've been able to do there and, and, and the relationships we've been able to, to build. And, and all, all of those are bigger than baseball, you know? And, and, you know, I can look back and honestly say that I think um, that, was, that was one of the reasons why, you know, why it happened and why, why it happened to me. Uh, I feel like I was supposed to be there.
0: They did that video, that thank you video. Um, was that 18? I forget what year. It yeah. Was. I can't
1: remember what year it was, but yeah.
0: <clears throat> when, Where? I mean, God, I mean, we all cried when we saw it for the first yeah. time. Where were you when you saw that for the first time? How did they, how did, you know what I mean? How did they get that to you? Like,
1: how, yeah, how- I, I, they sent it to me. They sent it to me and I watched it. Um, you know, me and Lakin watched it and um, I knew, I mean, I'm a crier anyway. Like I'll cry at movies. I mean, we just went and watched Top Gun a couple of months ago and I cried in <laughs> Top Gun. Like, um, Always been a super emotional. Yeah. Guy, just like things just yeah. things just pulled the heartstrings, yeah. man. And I knew that was gonna be one of them. Obviously, like they they came with they came to me with the idea. And um, I mean, even when I was sitting down, just it was just sitting down camera reading the letters, you know, there's like, hey, we just want you to read them, just react how you react. You know, I cried whenever I read them, so I was like, Man, just I mean, seeing the, the kids actually mm-hmm. read them, you know, that's gonna that's gonna um you know, that's going to, that's going to, it's going to be tough. Um, And every time I see it, I still, you know, I still, I still get a little teary eyed, but I also get, you know, you know, it makes me happy, you know, because a lot of those kids in the videos they're, they're doing better. Um, Obviously Maddie, uh, Maddie's mom was in the video and um, you know, we don't have Maddie anymore, but uh, we think about her all the time. And we miss her and and love her, but um, you know, the majority of those kids are, they're doing a lot better. And, and um, you know, that, that makes me happy.
0: And uh, you made uh, news uh, last time you visited us by announcing that you and Lakin were gonna run the marathon to raise money. I'm sure you're, you're clocking 20, 25 miles at a stretch now. You're all ready to go.
1: So here's the thing, I'm, I'm, I am running and I am, now he wants to watch round and round. So we're gonna go to the Wheels on the Bus here. You should see my YouTube search. Uh. <laughs> Search bar,
0: <laughs> tractor, not, not,
1: tractor. not what the
0: average major league player no. might have on his it's YouTube. Crackers,
1: site. cows, round and round, baby shark. Um, but yeah, so I, I have been running. I've been running on doing some treadmill stuff and working out a lot. I think the 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 kid, both the kids being in school is going to help out because um, we got some we got some some more time to do it. Um, I will say that there's something going on in my right knee that I'm, I'm a starting to, I'm a little worried about because every time I run it, it, it hurts, but we're going to grind through it, um, and, and see if we can't, but I am, I, I am in great shape. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm doing better just from, I mean, cause I, I've never run and you know, I started out, I, I, I went out on the limb and I, I mentioned that on air, you know? So I was like, crap. Now I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to do it. Whenever we came home, I started running and stuff. And, you know, at first it was bad, but, um, getting in more shape. Um, I'm just going to have to figure out what's going on with my right knee. Cause every time I run it, uh, front side of my right knee is a little, I don't know what's going on in there, but, um, you know, I don't know if that's old age or I'm not used to the, to the pounding of the, of the running, but, um, I think Nashville is going to be a good place to train cause it's pretty hilly. Um, so. Um, but but yeah, Lake, me and Lake, and we're 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 still on board. We're uh, we talked to the, the Dana Farber, um, team team leader the other day. So we're uh, got to get the fundraising going, and and we're gonna talk to their their um, running coach or whatever, and he's gonna give us some give us some tips. And I'm gonna are ask you
0: doing them. that yet? Like so, I like I, I, I don't started. know. Eight years ago, and <clears throat> I decided I was gonna run a half marathon. I've run a few halves. And, but, and somebody gave me like, I don't remember what it was like the 14 week, you know, and you start with like two miles on Tuesday, three miles on Wednesday, two miles, you know, and, it, and I just followed it religiously. And I, it was so easy. I mean, really, it was easy. I never expected to be easy, but cause I trained. Yeah. Uh, now it's still eight months away. Are you into that? Yeah, yet? I, think, I think,
1: I think the training, I think they say we're supposed to start training maybe October-ish. Okay. So I think, you know, we still have time. But I, I started doing some stuff on my own just because I wanted to kind of have a base. And like I said, I I, I don't run. I haven't never run. Um Lakin's got a little bit of track background. Um and she's she's had some back, back stuff, so she's been getting adjusted. But um, but once I think once October hits, I think we start, you know, we start getting more into it. But I've been trying to log in, log in some miles. I'm doing easy, easy runs. I think the most I've run is you know, I, I did a five mile the other day, which that's good though. Yeah. Which is, yeah. you know, I, I felt good. I, I could have kept going. My pace is, my pace is pretty slow. Um, you know, but I've, I've never run five miles in my life, you know, right. so, um,
0: do you listen to music?
1: I, yeah. I have to listen to music.
0: So here's my question. I have, but when I, cause again, 10 years ago, I started running and I don't run anymore The hell with that. But, uh, like, are you a happy runner or an angry runner? Cause like I, when I run, it can't be heavy enough. I need like metal and guys screaming and, you know, and my yeah. wife runs and it's like Adele and she's smiling and whistling. Yeah, I can't I mean, do that. I, I gotta you know, like, I gotta be angry.
1: I, I can't do probably either one of those. I'm not a big, heavy metal guy. Um, Adele probably wouldn't do it for me, but I, I normally run to post Malone. Um, okay. I like to listen to post a lot. And then the other day, man, I've been on a big Parker McCollum kick. He's a, he's a Texas country guy who's, who's okay. he's making his way in Nashville. It's got some, He's more of a, you know, it's, it's a, it's a country, man. It's like breakup drinking songs. Um, but. So you know, you're
0: crying while you're running. You get. Crying no while I'm
1: running. Yeah, sparking. but yeah, but it's, um, he, he's got a lot of good tunes. So I can, I can do a little bit of either. I'm, I'm either listening to, to, to post Malone, um, or, uh, Mike, you know, or, you know, a little bit of, you know, hip hop rap, or I'm listening to to country. Um, yeah. I, I can do either. Um, but I yeah, feel I mean, like- if
0: you li- if you listen to my running playlist, you would think I need like it's Rage Against the Machine yeah, and Linkin I- Park I it. and it's just,
1: you know, I can't I can't do that. I can't do it. Well, um, The
0: problem is you go too fast, too. If you get like you get so amped anti- in that you, and that will be the tough thing when you run these, right? You run that first mile. And all, you know, you should be like 10, 11, 12 minutes. You look down, you're like seven and a half. You're like, yeah. what the hell am I doing? Well, that's what I doing. did. I talked to, uh,
1: I talked to my friend, you know, I talked to my friend, Annie, you know, she's a big new balance person. Well, when I was with new balance all these years in baseball and, uh, she's doing something else now, but I posted something on my Instagram about, you know, running the marathon. And she was like, she was like, oh, you're going to love it. It's the best thing I've ever done. And she's like, but my coach told me like the first, the first half, um, it's mostly like flat, most a little bit downhill. And then the second half gets a little bit steep, gets a little bit tougher. Um, she's like, she said, if you're, if, if my coach told me, if you think you're running slow, run slower. Um, Cause you got, you kind of have to save. So, I mean, it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be a grind. I know it, you know, but um, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, here's a chance for us to, to, to do something and raise a little bit of money and um, bring a little bit of more awareness and, 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 you know, who knows, you know, it's going to be something cool to say that we've done. And I just hope I finish because, uh, so my knees scaring me, my knees scaring me, but we're going to, uh, like I said, we're going to grind through it. I'm going to talk to this guy and see if he can give me some, some exercise to do. And, um, I've got a buddy that I, I, you know, I, I used to go to TB12 all the time. And, um, he recently just started his own business back in Utah. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk to him about doing some stuff to, to strengthen whatever needs to be strengthened so i can uh so i can make it happen
0: no avocado ice cream i mean isn't there on there tb12 secrets you've learned here to get through uh, all this? i
1: was i was i was scarfing down some uh americone dream um <laughs> jerry's last night before bed so it's a uh, good
0: choice though <laughs> good uh, flavor
1: yeah great flavor but we're um yeah we're, we're we're doing we're doing uh you know i've, I've lost them you know, we went on that little vacation. I put on a few pounds because we didn't do working out or, or anything like that. But, you know, I've been I've been working out hard, been running. Um, so I'm, I'm in good shape, man. I, I'm 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 feeling good about it. But uh, it's just, you know, you run five. I, the other day when I ran five miles, I was like, man, that's pretty good. I could keep going. And I was like, thought, thought about it. I'm like, that's still 21 more miles, you know, yeah. till <laughs> t- t- the end. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're so, still on the downhill
0: part. But I, I feel
1: like when I go run, I, I, I feel like knowing how much further I have to go, and like t- taking miles off of the run, I feel like it's going to help me. Like knowing exactly how far I have to go, and I think you know, having the crowd and the people cheering. Oh like, yeah,
0: you'll and you'll get reaction from fans. You people will recognize you. That'll be fun.
1: That'll 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 get me locked in. I, I feel like when I just go run and I'm just running, it's it. it I just get. You know, yeah. you can only, you, you know, you can only do it for so long, but right. I feel like, all right, I have to go X. I have to go from, from A to B, you know, and the further I run, the closer I'm getting to the, to the finish.
0: So greatest uh, running philosophy I've ever heard. Doug Flutie ran his first Boston marathon and Doug Flutie told me after in his mind, he just looked at it as a series of three mile runs. Yeah. So he, cause he goes in my mind, I know I can run three miles. Yeah. And so I'd, you know, and he'd like almost take a break every three miles, let his heart rate come down a little, grab a water, cool it off, get geared up. Okay. I'm running three miles. Three more. And he'd run another three miles. Oh, so it's like, kind of cool.
1: I can do that. I can do Cause I used to think, man, I used to think, I'm like, man, three miles is a long time is a long way, you know, to run. But I've, I've been, every time I run, I, I, I I'm at least at three miles and, right. um, my guess like, that's not, that's not that bad, you know? Yeah. So you Just got um, to do it eight times. Yeah, just got to do it eight times, which, you know, back to back to back to back. So,
0: yeah, uh,
1: but I'm excited, man. I, I it's something it's something different that I've I've never really done, never really trained for. Um, so, I mean, that's that's been kind of the cool thing about having all this time man. Is just being able to do new things and try new things. I'm, I'm playing golf. I'm 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 doing this running thing and I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying enjoying the time and enjoying getting to getting to try new things and and, and try and master them.
0: So, have you officially retired from baseball?
1: I haven't officially retired. I haven't officially retired. Um, Yeah, I don't know if that, I don't know if it's going to come anytime soon. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Um, I keep saying I'm a realistic person. And I mean, I'm still, I'm still at home and um, I love being at home. So, I mean, it's going to, you know, it's going to take something, it's going to take something special for me to, to, to want to, to want to leave what I'm doing here right now. I mean, I get to see my boys every day. I get to drop them off at school. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of the life I've always wanted to live. Um, but, uh, we'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I, I don't know what the future holds, but, um, I'm definitely happy with where I'm at right now.
0: You know, is it where Jim Rice told me today, he never officially retired from baseball. So I think get- Ellis Burke said he didn't either. So really? technically if, you know, either one of them could sign with someone tomorrow. Okay? Yeah, they,
1: could, they, they could keep
0: going. i bet Jim Rice right? could strap it on a play still. Tell you what, DH, you know, bring him in, pinch hitter. ninth I mean, inning, probably. He, 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 he could pull one off the
1: wall for sure.
0: Yeah, you'd think so. Are you following this team? Are you keeping close with uh, what the Sox are doing?
1: Yeah, I, I'm watching. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a baseball fan. You know, I'm a baseball fan. I, I, you know, I've, you know, the last couple of years I've played on 17 different teams. I feel like, so I, I have a lot of buddies in, in, in different spots, you know, so I'm keeping up with, with, um, with a lot of them. That's, that's kind of the main thing checking in on, on how, how everyone's doing, but, but I watch the socks, the majority, major, majority of the time that the socks are on and I'm, I'm paying attention and, um, you know, in it kind of in the tough spot, kind of in a tough spot with, with, you know, three or four teams ahead of you, but, um, they're playing better of, of late. So hopefully, um, you know, hopefully we can we can kind of kick it into gear here in the last month and a half and, and make a little run.
0: One of the big stories this year, obviously, is Bogarts, Xander, is coming up on he could opt out. We assume he will because he did a, a team-friendly deal. Uh, you know, fans have, by and large, been out there screaming all year, sign the guy, bring him back. You know him better than anybody, better than us, certainly. Uh, what does Xander Bogarts mean to you? What does he mean to the Red Sox?
1: Yeah, I um, mean, Bogarts, in my opinion, Bogarts has to be – a a Red Sox, you know, like he is, you know, say, say all you want about Raphael Devers and he, he is your best player. um, And he, he should, he should be extended to and signed, but Bogarts is the face. Um, He's been there the longest. He, he plays shortstop every single day. Um, He hits in the middle of your lineup. He, he leads on and off the field. Um, He's just kind of a constant. Um, And that's, that's hard to find he's a winner like from the time he came up you know at 20 20 years old um he's succeeded in 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 one of the tougher tougher places to play um and for me it's a no-brainer um i i, I sometimes you know don't get the business side of the uh, of the game and i don't really like the business side of the game at times but um you know if if, if i was making decisions i'd i'd want bogey playing shortstop for me. 100 out of 100 times, you know, he's he's that special of a of a a player of a person. I hope I hope we get to see him in a Red Sox uniform for the rest of his career.
0: It's hard to imagine him in any other uniform. Of course, it was hard to imagine uh, Andrew Benintendi becoming a member of the New York Yankees. Are you disappointed the boo Benny campaign didn't catch on because there weren't that many boos?
1: That's good. I, I didn't really want I didn't really want people to boo Benny. I, I love Benny. He's one of my best friends. And um, that was just something fun I wanted to wanted to to, to do. And, um, you know, it's funny, social media is social media is so funny, because, I mean, you, you, I, I got people, you know, sending me like, man, that's awesome. That's so funny. And then I got people saying you're, you're an asshole, because like Benny didn't choose to, Benny didn't choose to go to New York. You know, I was like, yeah, how dare he get traded to the Yankees after right. first getting traded to the Kansas city Royals. You know, it's like, it's like anything in, in the world these days, it's like, there's, there's people on this side, there's people on this side, you know, and uh, that was one of those situations. But, um, but yeah, I, I think mo- the majority of people knew I didn't really want Benny to get booed. He was a, he was a big part of, you know, the success that we had. Um, and obviously, you know, a, a, special teammate of mine that, you know, I got, I got to see come up and make his debut and, and, and become the player he is. And I'm, I'm rooting for him like, like no one else. So, um, I'm happy for him. He's in, he's in the spot that he's in and, and, and part of a team that, that has a chance to win. So, um, you know, it's actually got me turning on some Yankee games, um, from time to time to, to check in see how he's doing.
0: All right. So I got to ask you this as we wrap things up. Uh, you know, Ripkin has made his uh, his presence felt here during the podcast, obviously. Uh, and I'm sure Griff would be part of this, too, except he's at school. Thriving. Uh, how is how is kindergarten going uh, for Griff?
1: Griff is thriving in kindergarten. He was born to be a kindergartner, man. He is from start to finish. He's like, Dad, I love school. I love kindergarten i was like you like kindergarten better or pre-k he goes i love kindergarten obviously you know so he's he's loving it he comes home super excited he wakes up in the morning super excited um it's so cool to see um you know he taught he comes home tells us everything that happened and um and uh rip just threw a truck at me yeah.
0: We have uh, gone a little longer than expected. So but he can, yeah, uh, yeah but
1: he he's loving he's loving it. There's a Nintendo controller. Um he uh who is that? Thank you. Um, but yeah, he's he's great. He tried to get me to take him early today so he could go. Um but uh he's like dad. I the love the early
0: bus. It's the early bus. He's taking the early bus, early, bus oh, to
1: kindergarten. Oh, I, I I pull the truck up. He 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 waits on the front steps. I pull the truck up. And, and open the door like I'm his Uber every morning. I said, sir, your Uber's here. <laughs> and he goes, I go, where, where, are you, where are you headed? He goes, I'm going to school. I was like, you're going to school, okay? Uh, you know what school it is? He's like, um, uh, kindergarten. I was like, okay, kindergarten. He's like, I, do you go to Edmondson? He goes, yes. I was like, okay. So it, it, his school's super close. It's right down the road. Um, but uh, he, he loves it. Um, he's like dad. I I love going to full days because we get two recesses, so they get to, they get to go outside twice. Um, uh, but yeah, man, he was born to be a kindergartner. He's loving. He's thriving, and and um, gives mom and dad a little break too.
0: I do got to ask. You had that the the first day of kindergarten sign you guys posted, and I I, I think it was I don't know pizza soccer and mommy. His favorite things. Yeah. You kind of got left out. Like how much further would he have to go before you finally got on? I think horse? I'd
1: be, I think I'd ri- be right behind mommy. I okay. think I'd be right behind mommy. And I don't know. He, he always says that he, mom's his favorite mom's his favorite. And he loves mom the most, but then like he treats her the worst, you know, which I'm like, Griff, you keep telling us mom's the favorite. You love mom so much, but why are you so mean to her? Um, but she did, she made the favorite list and then, and then I made, I made Ripkin's favorite list. I don't know that he said, daddy, I think, I think Lakin was just like, Hey, since I'm on Griff's, I'll put you on Ripkins, you know, um, Mark. but, uh, but no, I, I'm happy with, I'm happy with, with being right, right below the top three, you know? So, um, I, I know I'm on the list somewhere and, and, and that's, that's, that's all that matters.
0: Super utility parent, Brock Holt, uh, getting ready for a year of kindergarten. Uh, you'll be up with us next week. We'll wrap it up with uh, you coming back. Give me uh, what, I mean, other than seeing fans going to Fenway, being part of all that, what is one sort of uh, thing that we might not think you and Lakin get excited about when you come to Boston? A place you go, a thing you do, what you miss. Oh. Yeah, I'm coming
1: over. All right, okay, Lakin's coming in. She's-
0: There she's, we go, she can answer this.
1: Garfin, some eyesight. bagels, gotta put it. Swallow your bagel empty your mouth um for me f- i mean i i know she's probably gonna say the same thing it's we're we're i mean we're gonna do it whenever we get there like uh, we're going to the north Go end. to
0: the north end the north to, end. On to, on to one the, place in particular
1: we've got a couple different spots but the main one is
0: That's
1: Monica. monica's Monica's. one of the monica's um lakey gets lobster ravioli i get um Chicken, chicken alapana or something, tortellini. Um, but the north end is a must. Oh, bova's, boba. bova's dessert yeah.
0: oh, this is great.
1: Bova's a dessert. They have a brownie with it's like a s'more brownie, graham cracker, marshmallow brownie, um, chocolate chip sprinkled on top. Um, but the north end is we, I mean, we always go. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we love, we love coming home. We, Oh, Linden's, yeah, Linden's sandwich shop in Wellesley. Um, cool. if you haven't been, I've have no unbelievable sandwiches. Like we would, we would eat there. I mean, it was, you know, we we were in Needham for a long time, and and you know, it was ten minutes from the house. We 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 eat we we eat there three times a week. You know, um, every time we'd come in, they they'd, you know, we'd order pick up there. They'd always be a coloring coloring sheet in the bag for griff you know because they knew they knew it was our order you know we ordered the same thing every time but um, <laughs> um lindens is great but so basically food you know food
0: everywhere well the great thing is to get the carb up now before running so you go yep. to the north end guilt tree
1: pasta yeah so we're um so we're looking forward to that you know we got um i think we were asked to be you know on during the game be be go go up and 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 do some nesting and stuff but Ooh. we had to we had to uh politely politely turn it down because we were going to go to the north end to have dinner thursday night because we're we're in and out of boston so we had so we had to um we had to, we had to, you know priorities right we, we're going to come come do the the telethon during the day and 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 see everyone we need to see and and talk about what we need to talk about and then we're going to go crush some italian food
0: perfect Perfect. Well, we can't wait to see. It. We'll see you at Fenway next week, Lakin, If you're still in the room, same to you. He's over um, there eating your bagel. Hopefully, you got uh, the contractor squared away upstairs, and uh, everything's good to go.
1: Yep. Hopefully, the 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 vanity here, and I'll show this this off. This is this is something cool Lakin got for me. This kind of shows this kind of shows how uh, kind of how special the Jimmy Fund is. The the um, the uh, kids at the uh, Jimmy Fund. So Lakin got this Boston jersey. She sent it to Lisa to have all the kids at the Jimmy Fund sign for me. So I've got this hanging in a in a pretty special spot here down here in the basement with with the rest of my jerseys. So um, that's kind of a cool, cool little uh, thing that I've collected over the years. I've got a lot of jerseys signed by some players, but but this one right here means means a lot. So that's uh she gave me she gave me that to me for Christmas one year I believe.
0: That's perfect. Well, that says it all. Your commitment's incredible, both of you. Uh, we thank you for everything you've done for the Jimmy Fund. Continue to do, and uh, we will see you Tuesday. Uh, I'll be there, man. Tuesday.
1: We're yeah, we're looking forward to it. We're uh, yeah, we're excited. We're thanks for thanks for inviting us up and letting us be a part. Um, you know, I thought something that we were going to probably come up regardless if we were invited or not, but uh, <laughs> but the invitation means a lot, and we're uh, you
0: get a hotel out of the deal; it works out we're, better. We're Everybody's excited to come. Uh, yeah, perfect. we're excited. All right. We will see you Tuesday. Uh, Brock, thanks for dropping by the TC and company podcast, Uh, special guest appearances from Lakin and rip and uh, you know, uh, far too busy at kindergarten is Griff to join us this week, but maybe in the future we'll have uh, him on as well. We'll catch you next time as well. Thanks for listening to the TC and company podcast. We'll see you next time.